Welcome to this edition of DBSA's Real Recovery Podcast. For more information, visit us on our website, www.dbsalliance.org. We've been there. We can help. Hi, this is Jim McNulty. I'm the Vice President of Peer Support for the Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance. And we're really pleased this afternoon to be able to bring to you two specialists in the Ticket to Work program, uh, which is a novel program that was introduced into law and passed back in 1998. Uh, we have Sally Rhodes with us. She is a Ticket to Work program specialist who works for CESI, C-E-S-S-I, which is the program manager that the Social Security Administration has chosen to do recruitment and outreach for the Ticket to Work program. Sally has 25 years of experience in the disability field, and she's been working on employment issues for individuals with disabilities for most of that time. David Jones has a strong understanding of the Ticket to Work program, especially as it relates to people with mental illness. He regularly travels and conducts education and outreach regarding this innovative program. He most recently participated as part of the panel at the National United Cerebral Palsy Conference and Ticket Express Conferences in San Bernardino, San Diego, Sacramento, and Oakland. In addition to speaking at conferences, David leads teleconference calls to help educate potential employment networks and beneficiaries about the benefits of participating in the Ticket to Work program. Through all of his activities, David helps organizations across the U.S. understand how to become an employment network to help consumers transition to work. Uh, David and Sally, thank you both for being with us today. Before I start with uh, asking some of the questions that we have, I just want to note that all of the information contained in this telephone call is going to be general in nature. It's highly recommended that you consult with a Social Security representative or benefit specialist before using your ticket to work or starting any employment program. Each beneficiary's circumstances are different. It is only by consulting with an expert that you get the specific information that pertains to your individual situation. That's very important. So, Sally, I'd like to get the ball rolling by asking you, what is the Ticket to Work program and who is eligible to participate in it? Thank you, Jim. The Ticket to Work program is an employment program that's administered by the Social Security Administration. Um, It started in 1999, and it is a nationwide program. People who are receiving uh, Social Security disability benefits ages 18 through 64, and the benefits are received under the Supplemental Security Income Program, and the Social Security Disability Insurance Program are eligible to participate in the program. Okay, thank you. Um, How does the ticket program operate? There seems to be a lot of confusion uh, in the general public about that. Well, this is a new approach to service delivery than um, what most people have seen in the past, and that's probably where some of the confusion comes from. Under this program, the Social Security Administration pays approved providers which they refer to as employment networks or ENs, as the beneficiaries that they were working with and for whom they have the ticket assignment, as they achieve specified milestones and outcomes in moving towards self-supporting employment. And those milestones and outcomes have to do with work and earnings after job placement. 
Okay, so the the uh, employment networks and the providers are held accountable uh, for outcomes. Yes, they are. There is no payments prior to somebody being placed in employment. Okay. So what is the goal of the ticket program, Sally? Well, Congress passed the program to increase the choices that beneficiaries had when they went to seek services to um, enter the workforce and to maintain employment. The primary service provider in the past was the state vocational rehabilitation agencies. Um, The ticket program opens it up to these approved providers called employment networks. But the real ultimate goal of the program is to reduce the reliance on disability benefits and ultimately save money to the Social Security Trust Fund and what's called the General Revenue Fund. But it also has a sub-goal or some sub-goals of increasing um, the beneficiaries' independence and their self-sufficiency and improving their quality of life. So really it's a, it's a win-win for everybody. Um, taxpayers make out better, the individual makes out better, and the idea is to really help people um, with their quality of life. It really is a win-win situation for everybody all around, yes. Okay, thank you. David, um, you're the Employment Network Specialist here. What, what are Employment Networks or ENs? Um, ENs are entities that SSA has approved to provide employment services, vocational rehabilitation services, and other types of services and supports to assist beneficiaries with disabilities to enter, re-enter, and advance in employment. In addition to state vocational rehab agencies, an EN can be a public or a private organization for profit or non-profit a government entity, a college, a community college, four-year university, or technical school, or even an employer. So there's a pretty wide range um, yeah. of, of uh, organizations that could, could do that. What, what kinds of services do these ENs offer to the ticket holders? Um, some examples of services and supports offered by ENs include counseling and guidance, education and training, vocational, technical, or post-secondary, job search services such as resume writing and interview skills, job placement services, job coaching, and ongoing support services, work adjustment counseling, and job retention services, as well as other types of employment-related supports and services. Not all ENs offer the same services. In fact, the ticket program does not require any EN to provide any particular service. So you may have to talk to several ENs and your state vocational rehabilitation agency before you find a good match between your employment goals, the services you need to achieve those goals, and what the EN has to offer. The idea is to find the best match between what you want and need and what the EN has to offer. Okay. But does does that mean that you can use several ENs or are you pretty much restricted to just one EN? Actually, what's great about this program is that if you're finding that one EN is not offering all the services that you need or that you thought you needed, you may take your ticket and find another EN that possibly could help you more and find exactly the perfect match for working with them. 
Well, thank you. That's that's an important bit of information. Sally, I'd like to just turn back to you and ask you to explain to us uh, and to our listeners exactly how the ticket program works. Well, basically what happens when a, a person is determined eligible for Social Security disability benefits, a paper ticket is mailed to them, and they then get to decide whether or not they want to use their ticket. It's important to remember the ticket program is voluntary, which means there's no penalty for not using your ticket. It's also free, which means that an employment network can't charge you for the services that you receive under the ticket program. So as David mentioned, you can go talk to any number of employment networks. You're looking for a good match between what your service needs are uh, to meet your employment goals and what the employment network has to offer. Once you find an employment network that you feel is a good match and the employment network agrees to work with you, then you work with a representative of the employment network to develop what's called an individualized work plan. And in that plan, it spells out your employment goal and the services the EN is going to provide you to help you get to that goal. When the employment network submits a copy of that plan to Maximus, which is another program manager working with Social Security on this, your ticket is then assigned to that employment network. Then the employment network will provide you with the services that were outlined in the plan, and when you go to work, um, the employment network will be asking you for evidence of your earnings. And the employment network can then turn around and submit that evidence of earnings to Maximus and start being paid um, what they call some milestone and outcome payments based on uh, you making certain earnings and working certain lengths of time. Um, I think that's probably the basics. It is important to remember, even though that paper ticket is mailed to you, you don't have to have the paper ticket to participate in the ticket program. Maximus maintains a list of beneficiaries who have tickets and those who have tickets available for assignment. And you can contact Maximus to confirm your eligibility or whether your ticket is available for assignment by calling toll-free 1-866-968-7842 for voice. And if you are deaf or hard of hearing, you might call 1-800-833-2967. And they can tell you about your ticket status. I think that's probably the basics of the program. Well, here's a question that somebody asked me. They they just recently started Social Security, um, were approved for SSDI, and uh, very shortly after uh, after getting on SSDI, they received a ticket. Uh, obviously, this person is not really ready to go back to work, although she would like to. Um, does the ticket expire? No, it doesn't. Um, beneficiaries have many choices in, in participating in the ticket program. As I mentioned, it's voluntary. They can choose whether they want to participate. They can choose when they want to participate. Um, many people will put that ticket in a drawer for two or three years and then decide, okay, I'm ready to start thinking about work and either pull it out or, like I said, they can call Maximus and they can start participating at that point. Um, so there is no requirement um, in terms of how quickly you use it. And That's as great. David mentioned, you may end up taking your ticket out of assignment, and you may decide to wait a little while and then put it back in assignment. So there's lots of options. It, it sounds like a very flexible program. That's great. Um, one of the other concerns that comes up, David, um, very frequently is, will participation in the ticket program jeopardize my disability benefits or my health insurance coverage? 
Um, the answer would be no. Participating in the ticket program does not jeopardize a person's disability benefits. In fact, participation can help you keep your benefits longer, particularly if you happen to be a beneficiary whose disability condition was expected to improve. While a beneficiary is using his or her ticket in progress towards his or her employment goals, SSA will postpone any regular scheduled medical continuation disability review, or as you may hear, CDR. As long as your ticket is either assigned to an EN or you are working with your state vocational rehabilitation agency and you are making timely progress towards your employment goals, you will not be subjected to a medical CDR. Okay. Thank you. Sally, um, we talked about this a little bit, but uh, if you could elaborate a little bit on what does it mean exactly to be making timely progress towards my employment goals? Yes, um, what David just talked about, the the protection against the medical continuing disability review is one of the biggest benefits of participating in the program. But you do have to not only be using your ticket, which either means having it assigned to Employment Network or working with the State Vocational Rehabilitation Agency, but you also have to be making what they refer to as timely progress in moving towards your employment goals. Um, The way it's set up is Maximus, um, the other organization that works with SSA, would be contacting you um, once every 12 months after you assign your tickets. This will not start until 2010, but they would contact you once every 12 months to determine if you're making timely progress. Um, Right now, the timely progress is measured in a couple of different ways. One way is whether you're making any educational attainment, and that could be including getting your general GED, completing a two-year certificate program, or even completing a four-year college program. It also includes um, completing any kind of technical training courses. All of that and also work counts towards making timely progress. And um, as long as you are um, achieving some of these things and moving towards these um, goals, you would continue to have your protection against medical continuing disability reviews. I think, uh, as as I recall, the educational uh, and training aspects uh, are new. Yes, they are. Okay, that was added. So that's again, that that shows um, moving towards greater flexibility. So, Sally, can I continue to use my Social Security work incentives while I'm also using my my ticket? Uh, Yes, um, that is another very important feature of the program. Uh, Under the new regulations, they've actually removed any disincentives that an employment network might have uh, to encouraging a beneficiary to take advantage of Social Security work incentives. Work incentives are things that uh, beneficiaries use to reduce their income level to keep their cash benefit check longer. Um, Things like impairment-related work expenses or plans for achieving self-support. Under the new regulations, there's two sets of milestone payments that allow beneficiaries to receive earnings from work and to continue receiving cash benefits for a period of time. And at the same time, an employment network can be receiving some money from Social Security to compensate for the services and supports that they've been providing. This is really important because it really is, it gives a person an opportunity to kind of work into um, full-time employment and work off of benefits at a slower pace. Um, 
The ticket program, though, does not um, replace any existing Social Security work incentives. It's still extremely important that when a beneficiary is working that they report their earnings to Social Security because Social Security will look at those earnings to continue, determine whether they continue to get a disability check. And the earnings reporting that goes on related to the ticket and that that has gone to Social Security related to keeping your benefits check are different things. So it's important to continue to report to Social Security your earnings just like you have in the past. And if you're on SSI, you probably know that you might slowly work off of your cash benefit. They have a deduction that they make from your earnings. It's about $85 a month that they don't count at all. And then after that, there's a they deduce, uh, deduct $1 from your benefit check for every $2 you earn until you get to a zero benefit level. Um, if you're under SSDI, they have a thing called a trial work period that you can have some earnings during a nine-month period while you'll still get your full benefit check. But then after that, if you get to what they call substantial gainful activity earnings, your check would cease. And in 2009, the SGA amount, and there are two SGA amounts for Social Security, one for people who have disabilities other than blindness and one for people who have blindness or visual impairments. The SGA amount in 2009 for non-blind individuals is $980 a month, and for blind, it's $1,640. Regardless of whether you're receiving SSI or SSDI, we strongly recommend that you contact a local work incentives planning and assistance project in your state to discuss how work and earnings might impact your benefits. There is nothing like having an individual consultation and being able to talk about your personal situation. Um, we can't give you advice um, in a call like this about your personal situation. There's a WIPA project in every state, in the territories and the District of Columbia. They have trained experts who can work one-on-one with you to talk about how work and earnings impact your benefits. And to find the WIPA project in your area, you want to go to, um, you can go to the SSA work site, which is www.ssa.gov slash work, and you'll see a service provider directory on the left-hand side of the page, or you can go directly to this website, https colon slash backslash backslash secure, S-E-C-U-R-E dot S-S-A dot gov slash APPS 10 slash OESP slash providers dot NSF slash by state. Or you can call SSA at a toll-free number 800-772-1213. I really recommend that you do um, explore work incentives with a work incentives planning and assistance project um, as you're thinking about going to work. That sounds like solid, good, solid advice, and we will um, make sure that all of these um, all of these websites are posted with the link to the podcast. Um, David, if I were to use my ticket and start working, will I if, would I immediately face losing my Medicare and Medicaid coverage? Again, what is great? This is um, the answer would be no. You can now keep your Medicare coverage for at least eight and a half years after you return to work. Medicaid is a little different. If you, your earnings get so high that your SSI check is discontinued, you may still be eligible for Medicaid through a provision referred to as 1619B. 
In addition, if your state has a Medicaid buy-in program, you may be able to continue your Medicaid coverage while you work. Your coverage will depend on the income level that your state sets for buy-in coverage. Again, like Sally has mentioned, I strongly recommend that you contact your local WIPA project to talk to someone about your particular situation to get a better idea of how work and earnings will likely impact your disability benefits and your Medicaid or Medi-Cal coverage. Again, I just want to mention to find out where your WIPA project is or who to talk to, you may call or look up at Maximus's website, yourtickettowork.com. And on the far left-hand side, you'll find WIPA, a WIPA directory. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, that's a very comprehensive answer. Now, Sally, if I were to assign my ticket to an employment network or I'm working with the State Voc Rehab Agency and my disability benefits stop as a result of my work and earnings, will I be able to get back on benefits if I have a relapse or you know, my mental health condition gets, gets a little worse? Yes, you would be able to. Um, SSA has something called an expedited reinstatement to benefits. If you stop working or you lose your job within five years of the first day that your benefits, your disability benefits were discontinued, you can quickly go back on the benefits without going through the entire application process. SSA has made provisions for up to six months of temporary benefits that you can receive while they are conducting a medical review to determine if you are still eligible for disability benefits based on um, your medical condition. If SSA determines that you are no longer eligible for benefits, you will be asked to return to, to return those provisional benefits. Um, that's very nice. If it happens that you are determined uh, no longer eligible for benefits um, because your disabling condition got better, then um, you would have to go through the full um, application process to apply for benefits as if you were starting all over. And if you're approved for benefits in that situation, um, you would be under what they call a new period of disability, and you would get a new ticket. Um, in the past, um, there have been some long delays in processing applications for disability benefits, and I know that's been frustrating for a lot of people. SSA recently received a significant increase in its operating budget, which has given them the ability to hire additional staff to focus on disability applications and appeals. In fact, it's very likely that SSA will be hiring several thousand new people by the end of the year. Um, we are expecting this to result in a significant improvement in customer services in areas like um, processing applications. If you are interested possibly in applying for one of these jobs, SSA has a whole hiring initiative going on, and you could visit the SESI website at http colon slash slash www.sessi, that's C-E-S-S-I, dot net slash T-T-W, that stands for Ticket to Work, and you can click on the icon that says SSA 2009 Hiring Project, because they will be hiring a lot of people. If you have a disability and can come in under the Schedule A, um, you can bypass a lot of the uh, steps in the hiring process. Wow. 
That that uh, that sounds like a really good deal. Well, I I want to thank you both. Um, do do either of you have any thoughts that we might not have covered in our questions that that you would like to offer, or do you feel like we've uh, handled it pretty well? I think we've handled it pretty well. I think your your comments about the amount of flexibility that is now in the ticket program and the new opportunities being offered to beneficiaries, particularly now um, beneficiaries who might have been working with voc rehab, um, vocational rehabilitation. For many cases now when vocational rehabilitation closes the case, uh, the beneficiary's ticket in a lot of cases will still have value and they will be able to take their ticket to an employment network and can continue to get services to help them maintain employment. So that's just one of the many new opportunities offered under the new ticket program. So I just encourage people to think about um, exploring it and um, take advantage of the new opportunities. Well, thank you both very much for your time. Uh, This has been very informative, and it's a very technical area, and we'll see what the response is to this. And if people have more questions, we'll try and get them to you. to see what we can what we can do to follow up on this. But thank you both. And thank you. Thank you. This has been a production of the Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance. For more information, go to www.dbsalliance.org or call 1-800-826-3632. We've been there. We can help.